Hello, hello, hello. This is Misty Magdalena Grace with the new and improved version of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, where we talk about spirituality, psychedelics, plant medicine, microdosing, and really that journey within to finding your best innate wisdom to your best health, your best wealth through all sorts of inner child healing, trauma release, grief recovery, uh, overcoming addictions, and working with the mind, the body, and spirit. So go ahead, leave a review, subscribe, download. We look forward to your feedback. Thanks for tuning in today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. If you've been paying attention inside of my live community, this is back-to-back uh, -back episodes. Yesterday, my husband and I shared our story of our, our, our shadow work journey and, and shamanic initiation through plant medicine. And today I'm so excited to have a friend, a colleague, um, someone who I deeply respect who also specializes in shadow work. So I like to uh, joke, I, I have a cat named Shadow now, so I'm all about the shadow. <laughs> and so hopefully um, you're excited about this topic as well, especially since we're in, um, you know, the darkest uh, night of the year, the coldest, longest night is coming up with the winter solstice. At the time of this recording, it's the 12-12 portal. We have a new moon. Um, it's the 12th month of the year, right? Everyone is starting to really slow down, to hibernate, to go inward, introspection. And for better or for worse, that usually does mean um, some shadow work is going to come up. So if this is a very timely topic, make sure you have something to write with to write on. And if you're tuning in, um, always know that you can comment below, um, ask questions during the show if you happen to catch this live. Um, so we can acknowledge you uh, during this amazing um, opportunity. So feel free to comment below hashtag live uh, city, state, country that you're tuning in. Um, and if you see value today, uh, especially since, you know, lately I've been talking a lot about grief, uh, trauma release, addiction, Shadow work is really at the crux of all three of those things. Um, this may help someone uh, go through the holidays and grow through the holidays um, with more ease and grace. So I'm excited to bring on Joshua Peters. So happy to have you here, my friend. Thank you for making time for us here on Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Awesome, it's fantastic to be here, Magdalena. Yay. And so we're going to dive right in because I'm excited. I got I got my notebook ready to go. Uh, so Joshua is a hypnotic coach, a fellow podcaster. In fact, I, I, I was, I think, episode six on your podcast. Um, talking I think about so, yeah. Trans states and you also eat fire. So I think you might have to tell a little bit about why or how <laughs> that that's a thing, um, but I'm so excited to have you here today and, and share, you know, your story and, and how you got into doing this. Yeah, and uh, the fire eating piece will become apparent. I'll, I'll kind of give you my story then, <laughs> and that's part of it. Um, so I, I got into, I've been into personal development for my whole adult life, and it stemmed from a experience that I had where I was like, I am never going to be this out of control in my life again. And then I proceeded to just be that out of control in my life for quite a, quite a while. But around the age of 35, I found myself really stuck in life. I was in a, a marriage that was a bad fit. I was working in a job that was slowly eating away my soul. I, and I had thought it was going to be my dream job. I was living in a town I never wanted to live in, but I spent 20 years there. <laughs> and 
And I had this moment where, uh, when I was, I was basically told by my wife that she had fallen in love with somebody else. And I, and it wasn't the first time that this had happened. And, and it, and it just became really clear to me that, wait a second, I can actually make some choices here in my life. Because really up until then, the choices I made were made by not making choices. And I let life take me where it was going to take me. So I started making choices. I, I got divorced. I found a job that was closer to my home so I could be with my kids. I have five kids. And I um, quit smoking. Like I started doing all these things to, to better my life, like to finally better my life. I, I like to think of it like I had been doing all this work to create a, a powerful life all throughout this whole time. But at the same time, I was refusing to allow any of this work to actually come to fruition. And it was because I really just felt bad about myself. I had super low self-esteem and just couldn't seem to get past it. So this was now I started to shift that, to change that. Along this this path, then I, I started to get involved with my local community, with my kids' school, and and they needed a fundraiser. So I helped do a, a murder mystery dinner theater. And I loved that so much, I did it a, another time, another year. And then we decided to try something different for the next year, and we did a an old school medicine show kind of event. And so, and I was directing these things. I wanted to have a, a sideshow, like, you know, your traditional kind of sideshow with a you know, uh, a magician and a, uh, a, an escape artist and, and a fire eater. I wanted to end it with a fire eater. And, and I had, I met these people that did fire, they did fire toys and stuff. And so I thought they would be great. Well, I learned that they actually were, they didn't know what they were doing and they were very unsafe. And so they weren't going to be able to do this, but I really wanted to do this. And so I dug out, I had in my VHS collections of uh, a, a, a VHS called the Secrets of the Hollywood Fire Eater. And this was a grainy black and white video that taught you how to eat fire, sort of. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, a grainy black and white. But I'm living in Southwest Wisconsin. There's nobody near me that knows how to do this. And so I watched this video. I very carefully learned how to do this process and knew enough, just barely enough to be able to do this act. So I did the act, uh, we, did the, we did the show and I loved the reaction that I got. It was really empowering to kind of blow people's minds with this act. And so I wanted to learn more. I found myself on the East Coast, a sideshow performer and he taught me all of the sideshow acts, including uh, escape artistry and um, all the different things that you could like walking on a bed of uh, walking on broken glass, laying on a bed of nails, pounding a nail into your face, like, like the, all the sideshow acts that aren't uh, like living acts. And I learned how to do them all. And I started to, I built a show. And I, so I built a family comedy show around mm. these kinds of acts. Wow. So I could tour it around Wisconsin. So Wisconsin has all these little towns. Every little town has a festival. Every little festival needs some kind of performance. And so because I was there, that's what I did. So I did this for about 
10 years, just as a hobby, as, as fun. Meanwhile, I'm still learning and growing. My kids are getting older and I, I had finally, I felt like I had really shifted my life around a lot from having no choices to kind of going around doing this act, which as I learned what it was really about was I used to be so afraid of everything that I wouldn't do anything. And this mm -hmm. act was my way of teaching myself how to push through fear. Because the thing about sideshow acts is none of them are hard. They're just like stupid things that normal people, normal people don't do. <laughs> and, but to do them, you have to get past your own mind and the fear that you create. Imagination right? and creativity also, right? There's creativity and imagination involved. Yeah, for sure. But like, if I if I talk about like laying on a bed of nails, so laying on a bed of nails, there's science behind it. There are so many points of nails in contact with your body that no one nail is going to take any take a very much amount of weight, and so you you can lay on them. There's a little bit of pain there, but it's not really it's not that much pain, and you're not puncturing yourself. But you have to get past the idea that I'm laying on 400 pointy nails, right? The same thing with walking on broken glass. The thing about uh, a, an edge, like a knife edge, right? A knife edge, if you press on a knife, it doesn't cut you. It's only when you slide across it. Broken glass is like a bunch of edges. So if you just stand on the glass, it feels like sand. It's not a big deal. But you have to get past this mindset of I'm walking in bare feet on broken glass. So, and fire eating is a very similar thing. Like there's some things you have to know. There's no trick to it. It's just knowing the skills, knowing like the things not to do, especially like don't breathe in. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing when you're eating fire. But again, you have to get past the idea of I'm putting this flaming torch into my face. And all of these are about pushing past fear. So the show was me learning to do that and teaching the people, the audience, you can do more than you think you can. Huh. Beautiful. So, so that, that's what I did. And, and I didn't even really realize that's what I was doing until in hindsight when I look back on it because I just thought I was making a fun show. <laughs> but it was really training me to step into a different role. In 2014, I decided to move from Southwest Wisconsin to the Twin Cities, to Minneapolis. And, and I had, I, again, I was bumping up against fear. My, my youngest daughter was just going into high school. My kids did not want to come with me. They wanted to stay there. And being a dad is important to me. You know, being there for them is important to me. And so I had to work through some fear. And what I did was I found a hypnotist. She helped me work through that. And it worked so well. I was very impressed. And I just thought, if I can help other people get past their own fear, mm -hmm. and we can do this in a lot quicker of a way. I mean, it took me 10 years to get unstuck from where I was. If I could help them move past that stuff quickly. And then I could get paid relatively well to do that. What, what better, more empowering way could I think of to live my life? And 
So I did the training. I jumped in. I, I started working with a mentor. I worked with him for about a year. Started seeing clients kind of part-time, evenings and weekends. Built a business up. And then, uh, you know, that was 2016 that I started that process. And then 2018, I had built it up enough to go full-time. So I've been full-time since uh, fall of 2018. So I guess that's, what, seven years now. Six years. Something like that. Awesome. And that's just in time because I think I met you that year. I, I'm pretty sure it was yeah, that year. Probably because that was the that was the year I started doing a lot of networking and met you at some networking events. Oh, look at this. Hey, I just want to give a shout out. Um, we have Nadia Hussein, uh, who's also a fellow hypnotist, tuning in with us on LinkedIn and uh, Corinder Mah. Molly, uh, I hope I said your name right. Hello. We do like to welcome you um, as you come on the show. So please feel free to ask questions too. I'm going to, I'm going to put that across the screen. That's the value of showing up live. So I know the topic today um, that you and I are oh so passionate about is shadow work. And so how does hypnotherapy work in the realm of shadow work? And, and maybe I'd like for you to first describe to the audience, you know, your definition of shadow work. Yeah. So I see, I see our shadow as the part of us that we've rejected. And this is why it becomes a shadow. But I mean, I, there's a whole, there's a whole frame that I think is really useful for this idea of the shadow. And so the way I look at it, and again, everyone's a little different, but this is just kind of the frame that I use. And most people can probably agree to a to an extent on what I'm about to say. So I think of us, you, me, everyone, as a little piece of the divine, right? We are a piece of the greater whole, the call it God, call it what you will. We're a piece of that. And if you are this God or the universe or however you want to call it, this great all, this is, this is some, the thing that, has, that knows everything, that's seen everything that's ever going to happen, that's ever happened. It's, it's basically this pure love and bliss. That's what you think of when you think of like the universe, the universal God, universal consciousness. Well, that's kind of boring. <laughs> to, to experience what is out here in physical consensual reality it has to split itself off and put it in me, put it in you, put it in the viewers, the listeners, mm -hmm. so that it can experience itself going through this consensual reality, whatever we want to call it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that, that's the frame, right? Now that piece, that piece of divinity, it doesn't care if the experience is what we think of as positive mm -hmm. or negative. It's just an experience and it mm -hmm. loves all of it because when it's out here, it's just universal bliss. It's just everything. It, yeah, no it needs those ups. Yeah. It needs those ups and those downs. And the other thing to know is what it loves is the feelings in the body, not mm -hmm. necessarily the emotional stuff. The emotions bring up feelings in the body, the feelings in the body. That's what this big thing doesn't get to have unless it's in the body. Mm -hmm. And so it loves the energy, the feeling of the, the rush of anger, the, the rush of anxiety, all of that stuff. It's just energy. It's just feeling that it's going through and it loves it. 
that's the shadow. That's the part that loves all of it. Mm-hmm. And so what, so then, so okay, that's the frame that I use about what, so the shadow is that part that's rejected, right? And it's also this part that, that is, that loves to experience all of these, what most of us consider negative uh, experiences. Yeah. Shadow work is the process of integrating that part, integrating that and accepting it, accepting that feeling as a part of all of our life, as a part of what we experience in life. It doesn't mean accepting that I'm always going to be anxious or that I'm always going to be angry. It means accepting that, you know what? There's a part of me that really loves this energy in the body. So maybe I'll just feel the energy. I mean, I don't have to go into the story around Mm -hmm. what that emotion is saying about me and blah, 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 blah. That's stories. That's not even real. That's just, we're making that up. But maybe I just go into the feeling. Let me just feel the feeling and see what happens. Like that's one way that I have found that can be really powerful to integrate is just kind of Mm -hmm. allowing the feeling. So that doesn't exactly answer your question, but that's kind of a frame that I like to use around what shadow work is, right? I love it. Thank you. I just want to acknowledge um, you opened my mind a little bit and in different uh, everything you said, I 100% agreed with and I, I hadn't necessarily um, framed it that way or put it towards that uh, context. And I, I also just want to add if, if it's, I'm, I'm sure it's okay with you, but I'm just sharing that. Yeah. I don't want to take you off course. Part of also what you're talking about is so prevalent right now. A lot of us are being forced to look at our shadow because all of a sudden, boom, we'll just be hit with anxiety or anger or this or that, the other thing. Because like there's a, a raising of the consciousness, again, God, source, divine, whatever you want to call it on the planet right now. Would you agree with that? Is, are you seeing that more? It certainly seems to be the, the case. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I, I can't guarantee, guarantee and say, yes, that's happening. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you that it does seem like there is a bigger uh, shift in consciousness. There's a lot of people that are exploring you know, whether it's hypnosis or any kind of energy work or psychedelics or shadow work in particular, right? There's different types of spirituality. There's so much happening right now. There seems to be an awakening. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. Carry on. Okay. So, um, so that, that's your shadow. And, you know, a lot of things, a lot of times what happens is, we feel that anxiety, it feels uncomfortable, we don't want to feel it, and so we push it away. That's, and that keeps, that's, that's the rejection. So, yeah. but when you push that away, you actually make that stronger. I was just gonna and say, that's someone, part, yeah. And but, or you, you suppress it, like I drank a lot of alcohol and I worked over it. Yeah, right, exactly. There's lots of ways to push it away. <laughs> and um, what, what hypnosis does, or the way that I have, learn to do this is in a couple ways. First of all, I'm going to give uh, clients a different tools that they can use so they can shift how they're, how they're feeling or how they're showing up in a trigger moment. Right. So that's, that's a conscious thing. So we do that on the conscious side, but a lot of what I'm doing is I'm helping to integrate this, call it the shadow, call it this other part of you, call it this younger child self like however how we want to describe it we're integrating these pieces that you know sometimes you could even think of it as um soul retrieval right 
where we're mm-hmm. taking these these things, these diff- there's lots of ways to frame it, but we're taking these rejected parts, we're integrating them together. That's ultimately what shadow work is. And with hypnosis, we do that in a lot of different ways. Uh, all of it really using, you know, the imagination, uh, visualization, using memories to, to re-experience things in, in new ways, parenting your younger child. Like these are all ways to integrate that shadow part of us to, to, to accept it, to love it. Cause that's mm-hmm. really what it needs here is it needs yeah. that love. Yeah. And, and if we, once we can give it the love that it didn't get, which is why it kind of got split off in the first place, why it loves that feeling, then it usually resolves itself. And the problem that you thought you had turns out that it was actually the doorway into a, a higher level of consciousness for you. Beautiful. And I, I'd like you to quickly, uh, in your own words, define integrate, because as you know, I'm, I'm an integration coach with plant medicine and I see so many people even using plant medicine to escape and not really take aligned action and move forward, which is how I define it is you, you get the messages, you get the feelings, the anxiety, but then you take an action also that helps you maybe your central nervous system or your physical body, whatever your parasympathetic to just kind of calm and process and, and change the behavior or change the patterns. Would you, would you say similar or how, how do you define it? Um, there's two things I want to talk about it in what you just said there. Okay. Uh, the first one is I, I understand what you're saying about uh, escaping, but I also think that, there's a reason why it's called recreational because we're recreating. So even recreational is recreating something and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. So I just, that's my personal thing is like, yeah. I, I get it where, where you're coming from and there's a place for everything. Sure. So sure. if this is a way that it, because a plant medicine as an escape is much different than say alcohol as an escape. I think you could probably agree with that. Mostly it's too long of a conversation. I've, I've got too much experience on, on this. So we'll, 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 we'll park that. So anyway, so that, that's one thing is, is that's just, that's just my personal thing. Yeah. Um, the second thing is, uh, so in, in integration, um, I look at it. Well, the way I look at it is we've split this part off. So, that's one kind of metaphor you can use is we've split this part off. We've rejected this part. Now we've kind of, we've even maybe put it in a box, right? So we are this, I'm not even going to look down in that box anymore. So there's a, there's a portion of your life now that's separated. Okay. So integration is welcoming that part back. It's accepting that this is part of who I am. It's cool. accepting that I am even the darker parts of myself. I like that. Thank we you. aren't all, we aren't, the human experience is not just all love and bliss. We have, we have darker sides of us and that's okay. Yeah. And you, you and I both come from, uh, and I'm not going to make any assumptions here. So I'd, I'd love your thoughts about this too, because we both came from business and we have our own businesses. And at least for me in my twenties and thirties, there is this self-help movement, personal development movement, always positive, always um, succeeding, always, 
you know, the hustle, you know, there's that, that, that side. I, I never ever, ever understood that shadow work or, or even feeling bad was okay. Like I thought, Ooh, I'm feeling bad. So therefore I should just drink over it or work over it or yeah. all of that kind of stuff, putting it in the box, like you said. Um, so it, it's a, it's a great concept to be sharing. Cause I feel like a lot of people they'll judge themselves. Like I did have maybe guilt, shame, um, fear, like, oh my God, am I ever going to get, you know, through this? And then they'll, they'll wear a mask. Cause that's what I did as well. Um, mm -hmm. would you agree mm -hmm. or any insights on that? I mean, we, there's lots of ways to wear masks <laughs> and, and yes, um, I, I tend to agree that that is exactly what happened for me as well is I didn't want to, I didn't think it was okay to have anger or to have strong feelings even. Yeah. And it wasn't until I really started to acknowledge, you know what? I do have these other parts of me and there's nothing wrong with them. That's when things really started to shift for me where I feel like I can become a whole person mm. instead of trying again, it's trying to try, kind of trying to fit into a box. Cool. Yeah. I'd love to know if you, um, it doesn't look like we have any questions from the audience or anything. Uh, so I'm going to ask another one. Um, and, and you mentioned a few things, but in your seven plus years as being a hypnotic coach, what do you see as like the top two tools that you share with your clients that are like the, either the most popular or the most effective if, if you can even pick two. Yeah. Um, I would say one of the most, so I'll give you one that's on the conscious side. And this is, and this is one of the most effective for, so what tends to happen for people when they get triggered is they get thrown into a fight or flight response. So thrown into a sympathetic nervous system response where they're not really in, they're not really thinking anymore. They're out their Adrenaline is running through them. They're, they're filled with all these chemicals. They're not even really functioning. One of the easiest ways to do that is to use your breath to, to get out of that. So breath work is one of the most powerful ways that I have found to shift your state in lots of different ways. And um, the, the particular one that I'm thinking of is called the four, seven, eight breath. So uh, uh, it's a four count in, a seven count hold, the eight count out. Beautiful. Uh, I've, got, I've got a quick video that teaches you how to do that. I'll offer that up as oh. a gift for, for everybody who's listening if they'd like. Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. It's perfect timing. Cause in, in a little bit, um, I was going to ask you where people can find you and, uh, all of that and any, any, any free gifts you have. Thank you. That's, that's profound. Cause I was going to ask you which breathwork technique, cause there's like thousands, if not maybe yeah. hundreds of thousands of options out there. Yeah. So awesome. that's, that's one. So then the, uh, the second one that I get, I just get more and more fascinated with it. And this is so, this is kind of silly. And also it's really powerful. My mentor told me sometimes all people really need is a cheerleader. 
And one of the most powerful things that I have found is take people into a nice, deep hypnotic state. So hypnotic state doesn't mean you're unaware. It essentially means you're usually pretty relaxed. You're a little bit more open to allowing in positive or any kind of suggestion, really positive or negative, really. I mean, we go into hypnotic states all of the time. I think of it as a trance state that that actually kind of opens it up more. If, if I say hypnotic state, it has lots of baggage to it. It's really just a trance state, a specific kind of trance. Anyway, I'll take people into a trance state and then I will tell them things like, you are good enough. Mm. You're strong enough. You're creative mm. enough. You're loved enough. You're enough and you're worthy. You've always been worthy. Mm. Beautiful. And even just saying that to you right now, right? You can feel that. Yeah. You can feel that. And and I've had <laughs> I've had, you know, tattooed biker dudes in tears because that's never occurred to them. Yeah, and they probably don't hear it very often, right? Because you're tough and you don't need to hear it, but we all want to hear But everybody, everyone wants to hear that. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, before I go to the um, the uh, ad, our sponsor, uh, and and the final question, I have one more question for you. Um, where can people find you? Maybe share your podcast, and and you already talked about a free gift. About anything else you want to share? Yep. So I'll I've got uh, so I've got my podcast. It is called Super States, and you can find it at superstatespodcast.com. Um, we talk about using trance to for personal or professional development. So I have lots of guests in there that including, including you were on there earlier that are talking about using all different kinds of trance states to, to change your life. Though, so if you are interested in learning more about my hypnotic work, my, my website is X factor hypnosis. And I call it X factor hypnosis because the way that I look at this, I am helping you find your own internal X factor of confidence and presence and peace of mind so that you don't have to be filled with doubt and worry and you can really crush your life in every way that you want to. Um, so either one of those is a great place. If you want the, so I'm going to, I'm going to put together a free gift. So it's that it's that four, seven, eight breath video. Um, I'll find something else as well for you in there and you can find it all at xfactorhypnosis.com slash healthy wealthy and I'll have a, a web page specifically for your listeners so they can find the stuff and uh, and get access to it. Um, otherwise, if you want to stay, be in touch with me on social media, I'm active on most of the social media platforms at Joshua Ray Peters and that's R-E-Y for Ray, Joshua Ray Peters. Good clarifier. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, don't go anywhere. Uh, guests as well as uh, Joshua, I'm going to play uh, my sponsor's message and we'll have one more question before we close it up. Healthy and Wealthy and Wise is proudly sponsored by The Soul Vine, your number one go-to source for ayahuasca microdosing. This ayahuasca is legal. It is the Cappy Vine. There is no DMT extract or molecule as a part of it, and it can and will transform your life from the inside out. Supporting the Shipibo tribe from South America, this is my go-to source for healing. Learn more at microdosingforhealth.com. 
Yay. So kind of speaking of shadow work, uh, microdosing, I microdosed for 18 months straight and it radically changed my life. Um, so just kind of giving a shout out to Soulvine as being my favorite source for shadow work and microdosing. So in summary, uh, I always close my show with the same question, uh, Joshua, when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, what does that mean for you? Mm. What pops in my head is an idea that occurred to me around the age of 35, which was, I want to be in the best shape of my life when I'm 60. And so that means that if I'm healthy now, I got to be even healthier to be in the best shape of my life at 60. And, mm. and so for me, that's the, that's my frame. That's how I, and I might have to change that to be like 70 because I'm not that far from, I'm less than 10 years away from 60 now. So <laughs> I'm going to level that one up. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. I got to tell you, that's like the most unique um, response I've had from guests. So I'm, I'm never going to forget that. So thank you so much for all you do and how you serve people and, and going through your shadow work to, to be able to be the light that you are today. Cause that's what I like to remind people. I love Carl Jung's shadow work philosophy, you know, no, no um, branches that reach to heaven could get there without going through the depths of the hell of soil and roots and just all of that stuff to, to really be able to be the highest and best version of themselves. So thank you again for being here. I'll have all of your links in the show notes, guys. So whenever you're catching this, whether it's on YouTube, iTunes, um, that's where you want to be. Uh, so thanks so much, Joshua. I hope you guys all have an amazing day amazing holiday if you're celebrating um until next time guys here's to your best health your best wealth and your best wisdom bye bye for now thank you so much for tuning in please subscribe download leave a five-star rating or review and also please refer this to a friend you know who may benefit from this inspirational message we hope to see you again please subscribe to my youtube channel or join my facebook community and if you are looking to manifest your best health your best wealth by trusting your best wisdom within please go to my website www.microdosingforhealth.com again www.microdosingforhealth.com dot com to quiet your mind, get into your heart, 